Okay, good morning, everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Thanks for joining today. We're continuing in Mishnah Baruch Daf We're up to Siman Hey. We're middle of Sifchav. The Mechaber and Sifchav said, if you have ten in one place and they say Kaddish or Kedusha, even someone not with them could answer. However, some say there cannot be an interruption. There cannot be a hefsik of something which is dirty or avodazara, because that would create a that would create a separation. So even though you have 10 people in the shul and you have somebody, obviously he's more than four amis away from the tzaya. Still, it creates a hefsek. So the Mishnah says, Even if he's in another house, very far away, since the 10 are in one place, the shechina resides among them. Then, even if you have an iron wall, nothing could interpose between someone who wants to join with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who resides among these ten people. Now, the Lashon of the Mishnah is, anyone who wants to join is able to join. That implies you're not mechuyiv to. That's what Shlomo Zalman proves from here. The lesson of the Shulchan Aruch is Yachal La'anois. I would say, humbly, that it's not conclusive. By the way, Rabbi Yashiv agrees. Rabbi Chaim Kinevsky brings from the Chazanish is a Chiyav. I, the lesson of the Mishnah is Yachal. Yeah, once you can, you have to. In other words, once, once you, once we say that it's not a interruption, so you're able to, but. Any davar shogdush you're able to answer. Of course, you're chayiv to answer. Ah, and Reb Chaim Falaji in Nishmas Kol Chai. I never heard that say. Rishal said she was Nishmas Kol Chai. Wow, that you have to answer even if you heard it from another minion. Therefore, says Reb Chaim Falaji, you should not daven in a shul. That from the minion you could hear another minion, because you would be mechuyav to answer that other minion as well. Let's say I'm davening in a shtiblach, yeah, and I could hear a kedush of another minion. Am I now mechuyav? Meaning, the Chazonish just said. That any time you're able to answer Amen, you're mechuyev to answer Amen. So, so says Rebbechaim Falaji. Based on that, you really should not daven in a shul that you could hear another minion. Because then you're basically putting yourself in a situation where you're going to have to answer to two minyanim. So what? Know. What's wrong with answering? What's wrong with answering the other minion? Assuming it's not a hefsek where you're holding, but if it's a hefsek, you're not supposed to anyway. Okay, good, good question. So the, the, here's another another monkey wrench, and that is: is every time you're allowed to answer Amen and Mechuyev to answer Amen mean you should put yourself in that situation that you'll have to be mafsik and interrupt what you're in the middle of to answer Amen? In other words, I'm in Obsukid de Zimra. You're right. There's certain answers I'm going to have to answer. If I come late, I'm going to have to... But you really shouldn't have done that. You really should have put yourself in a situation where you shouldn't be interrupting. Yeah, once you're in that matzav, you're mechoyev to answer amen and be mafsik. 
but you shouldn't put yourself into the situation, perhaps. That, I mean, that's what seems what Rebbechaim Falaji is saying. Don't put yourself in a matzav where the whole davening can be interrupting to answer. You're right, you'd be allowed to and you would have to, but maybe you shouldn't put yourself in that situation. What about multiple Kaddish at different speeds? Yeah. Seems like that would not be ideal either. In other words, you mean, should, should do you have to answer every Kaddish? That's what... That's what it seems like. Rukhaim uh, Falaji is saying, or the Chazanish is saying, you you're gonna have to answer. I mean, we did have that. Is um, I have to remember we had that if it's within like reasonable uh, proximity, you know, one answer is gonna work for both. Okay, says in the Shabrua Yachalanois. Oh. Okay, so, you know, the Dershu brings that if you're in the middle of davening and a place that you're allowed to answer Amen, and you hear a random bracha, somebody's saying, So you're allowed to answer Amen, or you're in the middle of learning a Toysvis. Then time, and the guy answers, Then I have to stop my Toysvis to answer Amen? So Shevet Alevi says, No, you don't have to answer. You shouldn't answer. Shlomo Zalman says, even though you're putter from answering Amen, you're putter from answering Amen, you're putter from answering Amen Yishmei Rabbah, Kedusha, Baruchu, Moidim, it's very nicker, therefore you should answer. However, Tamatur Shal Rabbim, in other words, you're giving a shear, and you know, you overhear a guy saying Kaddish, Kedusha, or Baruchu, you don't stop. You don't stop. Okay. Vaiter in the Mishabura. Yachal Anis Amen Vamen Hishmirabu Kadushabrachov Yachal Hoitsio Yede Chavasa Batfila Emenoi Baki. You could be Moitsi him in Davening. The Yesh Oimrim that you have to make sure that there's no Hefsik. Me the Kasava Shulchanach Din Zabalash and Vyesh Oimrim. But the fact that the Shulchanach writes this Din as a Yesh Oimrim. Mashma de Din Zelopsikolai. It's Mashma that this Din is not definitive. Likewise, it's Mashma and the Rama. He doesn't hold this way. Look in the Chai Adam who writes, You should answer. Because big deal. You said Yehishme Rabba and Kedusha. Again, you hear the situation? You're very far away from the Shul. In between, there's Tsaya. So there's no problem for you to say the very Kedusha. The question is, could you connect to the minion? So the Chayodim says that, uh, again, it's not definitive that you have to be careful about there being, uh, there not being Tsaya. So the Chayodim's Hachra is that if there is Avadazar or Tsaya, Amen Yehishmeram and Kedusha, you could say, because it's just a Pasuk. And you say, what do you mean? Amen Yehishmeram is a Pasuk? What Pasuk, what pasuk in Chumash is Amen Yehishmeram? Anyone know? Amen Yehishmeram is Targum. Is what? Oh, yeah? Where is that? Yeah, Hello? 
What? I I was gonna say it's the targum of Baruch Shem Kvayin Malchus The only thing is Baruch Shem Kvayin Malchus is not a pasuk. Is it? I'm not familiar with the pasuk Baruch Shem Kvayin Malchus Aleinamvay. Okay, it's very interesting. You can't even answer Amen according to his opinion. Even if it's distance from it, more than four Amis. Even if it's distance from it, more than four Amis. Then normally you could just turn away your face. If you don't, if the smell doesn't reach you, here it doesn't help. Since it interposes between the ten and the guy who wants to join. So then, it's a hepsik between the shchina and it causes a shchina not to dwell there. So again, you're not within dalamis of the. You're not within Dalad Amois of the Tsaya. So you could say Dvaram Shabakdusha, but the Tsaya causes a hefsik between you and the Dvaram Shabakdusha. Akum right Salaimar, Avoidas Kaikhavim, Oy Oyved Kaikhavim. Akum means an Avoidazara or a guy. Now, by the way, think about it. If you're on, let's say, a plane, and they want to make one of these minyan where people are sitting. And you're going to be mitzarev, the 10 Jews. A guy in aisle A1, a guy in C3, a guy in F. Yeah, but there are guy in between. You can't make a minion. It's a, that for sure, you, can, you can't be mitzarev people to a minion. Because you have a hefzik of oivdei koychavim. Unless they're Muslims. So then uh, they're not oivdei koychavim. You know? It would be machlekes, whether that's avoidazar or not. You could start asking them. I'm sure this will be a very uh, smooth flight. You could start hearing them about which prophets they believe in, who they believe is God. And, you know, after interrogation, you'll be able to see if you can make a minion or not. What if somebody has an aid? What? Somebody has an aid in shul. Again. The coin. Is is the guy in the back row and the aide is in between him and the seabor? Or, you know, if that's the case, you might have a problem. You know, but if uh, Stam, the guy is davening in the shul and there's an aide next to him, so he's he's like, you know, he's connecting to the minion from the other side. <laughs> you know, we're talking about somebody who's far away and in between in between him and the shul is an oive koychavim. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. Okay, you have a, a city of 10 people. And one guy wants to go away for Yom Tif. He wants to go away for Rosh Hashanah. We obligate him to stay. Or to rent, rent someone out to come. If there are 11 and two want to go. So the two want to go. They have to jointly hire someone. And they both pay equally. 
if one of the guys who wants to go is poor and one of the guys who wants to go is rich, so 50% of, let's say it costs $100 to bring a guy in to make a minion. 50 of the dollars, 50% will be Lafina Fashais, meaning I pay 25, you know, Ruven pays 25 and Shimon pays 25. The other 50 is based on their economic status. So if, you know, Ruven is four times as rich as Shimon, Ruven will give 40 and Shimon will give 10. Okay. And paying for the chazan to come to the city devolves on those who leave the city as well as those who stay in the city. Says the Mishnah Bura, Either we force the, the 10th guy to remain or to hire someone in his place. Since the minion throughout Kala Yisrael is even in a place where they don't have a minion the whole year. The minog is they hire one or two people in Yom minion or they go to a place of a minion. It's like if a shul needs a Sefer Torah um, or, a, or a shul, you're allowed to force each other to participate. Now, if you have 11 and 2 want to go, if 12 are in the city, 3 want to go, you have 13 and 4 want to go. They all have to chip in to bring a guy, to bring somebody. Now, the Mechaber said that if one of them is poor and one is rich, they pay half Lufi Mama and half Lufi Nefashais. Says the says the Mishabrah, the Khran write that this is an error. That we don't do half Lafi Mama and half Lafi Nafashais, but rather they pay equally. Each one has a responsibility to get a substitute. Because at first there was a whole minion, and you're not permitted to invite a minion. You know when you have to give chetziel the fimamayin. You know when the payment is based on economic status. If at first you only have eight people who ever lived in the city, and now the tzrichim liskar shnayim, now you're going to have to hire two. The az talia gam lefimamayin, because then it will be dependent also on financial status. You know why? Because the Aniyam could say, we'll go to a nearby city. The Aniyam could go to a nearby city. I, they're going to have to share a restroom with someone and it's not going to be comfortable. The Aniyam say, we don't care. The, the wealthy guy says, nah, I can't leave my uh, house. Now, I don't know why the Mishabru said that it's when there are eight people. It should be even if there are nine people and you don't have a minion. Where the Aniyam could say, I'll go to another city. And the Ashirim could say, Well, we don't, we don't, we can't leave. So the Aniyam say, Fine, you want us to hire, but you need to pay more. So I don't know why the Mishnah Bura says, Why Shmaina? Why not Tesha? Maybe they're counting the fact they're hiring a Chazan. 
Because they mentioned that everyone brings in a chazan for Yom Nuran anyway. Yeah, I mean, I don't really understand. I'm not sure. Not sure. That's your homework over Shabbos. Why did the Mr. Bura say, does anybody have a different kind? Is there a Taz Cypher here? Why does he say eight, even even nine? Meaning, when you have ten, nobody's allowed to leave. So even if, it, if an Ani wants to leave, let's say you have ten and two people are leaving, so then they both have to give equally. But Lechaira, again, it has to be that two people are want to leave. So if you have eight, then, and you have to hire another two, the Aniyam Lechaira could say, we could go to a nearby city. But what does it have to do with eight? I'm not sure. Okay, Rabbi, say have a good Shabbos. Thanks for joining today. Call to...